shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The Good News in Shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Join Pastor Trevor Banks and On to Perfection at 7.45 a.m. Monday through Friday right here on WCNO. Safety for your home and family, now that's important to you. And Gator Security with its five-year warranty can help. With security, video surveillance, and access control, Gator Security is available at www.gatorsecurity.com or 800-676-1580. Gator Security with its five-year warranty is a proud corporate sponsor of WCNO. Gatorsecurity.com. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. We serve a God that does not change, but He's always working change in us. He's always moving. He's always, the Spirit of God is always moving. You know, there's the Word of God, the, the very first principles that we learn about God are right from the very beginning of the book, in the book of Genesis. And those things carry through every book in the Bible all the way to Revelation. And some of the very first things that we learn about God is that it says the Spirit of God was moving over the waters. The Spirit of God is always moving. He hasn't stopped moving. Huh? He doesn't change. He's still moving. So that means that God is changing me because God is preparing me for what He has prepared for me. You should have wrote that down last week. I mean, you know, God is preparing me always for what He has prepared for me. I mean, you know, God never wants us to get to a destination that we can't occupy. He doesn't want us to have failures and successes. He wants us to have significance. That's why God's always working on us and He's always working in us so we can occupy the land that He's called us to. So that we can enforce what He's called us to enforce. So that we can, we can love the unlovable. So we can heal the sick. So we can raise the dead. So we can see emotional problems completely healed in people's minds and people come into the kingdom of God and begin to realize that there's a purpose and a dream for their life. I don't believe the Christian life should just be a, a life of good days and bad days. I really don't believe that. I believe our life as a Christian should be that every time I take a new territory, I learn to live at the level that God has called me to go. No matter how great the challenge is, no matter how many times I, I'm talked about or put down or, or somebody does something or something happens in the economy, I've got to know that God has called me to a destination that He wants me to occupy. And then when I get there, the next thing I know, He's working on me again to take me to the next level. And see, He does that in us because as you move from level to level, you begin to take people with you. You become a magnet and they begin to move from level to level. See, what God does is generational. 
But that's why the Lord invites us to new things. He invites us to new things. He's, he's working in us to change us and prepare us for where He's taking us. And for Him to do that, how many know we've got to confront some things? We've got to deal with some stuff to be able to advance. If we're going to cross the border, we've got to deal with ourselves. Somebody say, I need to deal with myself. Hmm? That means you can't stay the same. You can't be who you are a year ago and expect to go across the border into a new promise. Some things got to change. You know, for some of us to move forward, we got to give up some habits. We got to give up some attitudes. For some of us, it's past sins. For some of us, we've been victimized. For some of us, we still live in shame or we're living in condemnation. I mean, we've got to rise up, confront those things that stand between us and where God wants us to go and declare that God is king in our life and get that stuff situated and taken care of. What's happened in the body of Christ is we just got people that always want to just take care of stuff all the time but never want to move. How many of you understand this morning that the promised land was not heaven? And we talk about the promised land. I just, I'm going to go to the promised land. I'm just the promise. The promised land. Oh, it's going to be so good in the promised land. No. The promised land is a place of promise. I'm not talking about crossing over in heaven. I'm talking about living the Christian life that Jesus died on the cross for you to be able to live right here in the nasty now and now. A life of abundance, a life of blessing, a life of purpose, a life of destiny. That you have the right to live it because of what He done. He said that I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. In other words, I've came to bring you into a quality of life that you didn't even ever know existed. But if you will follow me, if you advance into the promise, you will live it. Hmm? Hmm. I'm inviting you to live another level of dimension in your life where you fulfill your destiny and purpose and, and walk away from the things that hold on to you and hold you back. And really become part of this occupying force that God has destined us to be. But how many of you know this morning, if we're honest, that somewhere between once upon a time and happily ever after, there's a lot of mess? There's a lot been going. There's a lot of water under the bridge. Some people want to tell the story and all they want to talk about is once upon a time and happily ever after. But we know there's a lot more to the story, don't we? We didn't all get pretty this morning. We had to go through some stuff, didn't we? Come on, there's a whole lot of times when the stuff that goes on is not easy. Anybody have any trials this week? I did. So what we have to do is we have to get to a place where we say, okay, God, I'll embrace a new day. I'll be able to, I'm going to walk in what you've called me to walk in. I'm going to go for what you've got for me, and I'm not going to hold back anymore. I mean, you know, even prophetically speaking, uh, when we get a word, they're mountaintop to mountaintop experiences. That's all a prophetic word, word is. A prophetic word hardly ever speaks of the experiences in the valley because prophecy is supposed to build up, edify, and encourage. You don't prophesy something that's going to tear down and that's negative. If God shows you something that's negative in somebody's life, it's not for you to tell them, it's for you to pray. Amen. Thus saith the Lord, you've got three months to live. Well, no, maybe God just showed you that they're dealing with something that might kill them and you need to go get in faith and pray. When the word comes, Justin, that you're going to be an, a, a, an anointed worship leader and, and you're going to move into the gifting and the power of everything that God's got for you and that nothing's going to hold you back, how many know that the challenge is going to come for him? Huh? Equipment's going to break. People ain't going to show up on time. His job ain't going to give him the time he needs to get practice. But how many know that's what's making him into the worship leader that God's called him to be? 
or, or thus saith the Lord, I'm going to give you your own business and you're going to make $10 million. How many know God's not dropping $10 million out of heaven on you? But you're going to have to go through some hell before you get it. Come on now, just because the prophetic word is given doesn't necessarily mean that it's inevitable. All that means is that God is inviting you to live at that capacity. He's asking you, He's inviting you, saying, come on, live at this capacity. This is what I got for you if you want it. How I many know a prophet, when he stands up to prophesy, and he prophesies for 30 seconds, it's really just a commercial. It's all the highlights. It's all the good stuff. Huh? I got some prophecy tapes from 1990 from these prophets in a prophet room. I'm going to tell you, I walked that prophet room, man, with the head this big. I'm going to go, I'm so anointed. I'm going to be so anointed of God. People are just going to walk by me and be healed. Oh, God, they should have never gave a 22-year-old kid that word. Because I mean, now I went through hell. Huh? It wasn't easy getting here. There are many days I don't want to be here, if I'm being honest. Uh-oh. It's true church. You know, I've used this analogy before, but how many know uh, when you see them commercials on TV about going to the Bahamas and they got that big waterfall? I think about this, you know? They got that big waterfall and the dolphins just jumping in the water. Come to the Bahamas. You know? And you see clear, beautiful water and slides and children running everywhere. And you just, man, and it's only $199, including airfare and the hotel. And you're like, vacation. This looks so good. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, what they don't tell you in the commercials is that you've got to drive all the way down to Miami Airport. You've got to go through customs, get your bag searched, get on a little rinky-dink plane, fly over to the Bahamas, get off in an airport where it's 110 degrees inside, wait in line for four hours, get in a taxi where the guy's car is about to blow up and break down and burn up with no AC, drive down a road full of potholes off the road, get lost, where he ever double bills you for the ride to the hotel. Then when you get to the hotel, they go, oh, welcome to the Bahamas. Don't leave the hotel. We cannot be, we cannot be uh, responsible for your safety. I mean, they don't put that in a commercial. Because if they did, you wouldn't go. I mean, when God gives you a word, He don't tell you everything. Because if He did, you wouldn't go. God doesn't tell you, hey, one day you're going to own your own business and make $10 million. But in the meantime, you're going to go bankrupt twice. You're going to have a, you're going to have a wife that's going to mess around on you. And three people are going to steal from you. And you're going to be betrayed. And the hell's going to be out of you along the way. And you're going, to have a, you're going to have it good and then bad. And it's going to be terrible. You're going to get really sick in the middle of God don't tell you all that stuff. Huh? Come on now. Amen. And then at the very end of this, God's going to raise you up and make you powerful. <laughs> no, they just say, God's giving you a business, going to make millions of dollars. You're like, yes, Lord. Can I just tell you, there's some potholes in the road along the way. There's some trials. There's some emotional stuff that you're going to go through that's going to break you. Huh? There's going to be times where you're alone in your closet, weeping and crying, going, God, why? Mm. The prophets don't tell you all that stuff, because if they did, they know you'd never sign up for the journey. But how many know when God invites you to that life, He, he goes with you step by step, here a little, there a little, and His grace is always sufficient, because the grace comes to operate at the capacity of every step that you take. And what you thought you couldn't get through yesterday, you're able to get through the next day, because His grace is sufficient. 
And you learn along the way how to have faith in God, how to trust God, how to lean on God, how to depend on God in the midst of everything that you go through. Every hurt, every anguish, every problem, every sickness. You learn how to lean on the power of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Somebody shout grace. Take one step and grace comes. You take another step, grace comes. Another step, grace comes. But every step that you take is going to cost you something. It's like when people come up for prayer and they say, Pastor, I want you to impart the anointing that's on your life. Just lay hands on me and impart that anointing that's on your life to me and give me a double portion. And I say, you don't know what in the world you're asking for. You've lost your mind. You've got to be kidding me. Are you crazy? If I was to pray that prayer, that prayer would go, Lord, I pray that they have all their best friends leave them and lie to them. Lord, I pray that as they give their life in the ministry, that nothing goes the way they think it's going to go. And Lord, I pray, God, that every time they're just about ready to get a breakthrough, Father, that all hell breaks loose in their life and they're pressed and squeezed on every side. And Lord, I pray, God, that they ain't got nobody to talk to in those times. And Lord, I just pray that they suffer. I mean, that's how the prayer would go. Because we get pressed, don't we? How many of you, if we're being honest, would want that prayer? Huh? You want your pastor to pray for you that way? But see, what we don't understand is that's the kind of hell I've been through to get to where I am. And it's the kind of hell that you go through to get to where you are for the call of God that's on your life. And if you're not willing to make the journey, listen to me, if you're not willing to make the journey, you can never have the pearl. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.